0: Hi, welcome back to Books and Broomsticks. I'm Chaotic Witch Hunt.
1: And I'm Matt Hatter Plays.
0: And today we are talking about gatekeeping.
1: Uh, gatekeeping is one of my favorite topics because uh, real real quick and to the point, and I guess hot take, I'm doing the air quotes, by the way. Mm-hmm. Gatekeeping is awesome. Ah, I love gatekeeping. It's <laughs> Literally, I'm ready. Let's go.
0: I'm not sure what to say to you like in gatekeeping, but I'm willing to hear your side.
1: You would not trust a surgeon mm-hmm. to be a surgeon
0: mm-hmm. without going to school. Yes.
1: That is gatekeeping. Oh. Well. The entire purpose of gatekeeping is to not allow people to do things or to withhold the ability for things to happen without going through the proper channels and the proper gates. So there's all sorts of examples of bad ga- gatekeeping, good gatekeeping, mm-hmm, good, and yep, everybody loves to hate on gatekeeping, but little do they realize that it's been protecting us for a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Gatekeeping has literally been why the Victorian era of everyone dying horribly stopped, <laughs> because finally we had rules, regulations, and only certain people could do medicine and actually put stuff that's medical on the board.
0: So that's kind of i guess a rough explanation of what gatekeeping is can you elaborate more on it
1: sure so in spirituality especially gatekeeping is there as like a protective measure Mm -hmm. you don't just walk into a, a place of worship you don't even technically walk into a catholic place of worship yeah. and get access to everything because yeah. you have to go through certain dates you have to have certain initiative rights you have to have certain rituals fulfilled like technically some churches don't even let you unless you were baptized some churches don't even let you be there for mass
0: mm-hmm. unless
1: you're part of their church I mean, there's all sorts of things that gatekeeping has been there for.
0: I think it's interesting because a lot of people, when they hear gatekeeping, I think immediately assume that that means you can't do it at all. Like they will say, well, you can't do that. Like maybe don't do this without doing this. And they'll say, well, so you're telling me I I can't do that. And I'll be like, no, I'm just telling you to read a book first.
1: That's the other thing is people are these days are so loose with the word gatekeeping. And it's like, who's stopping you? Tell me, tell me who, just real quick, who is actually stopping you versus Who is informing you that that's probably not wise?
0: No one is actually stopping you. It's like that time when someone was like, succubuses are good for beginners. You can definitely summon them. And there was a whole throw of people being like, "Mm, maybe, mm, Oh, maybe don't. Maybe don't. And they were like, well, so you're gatekeeping. You don't actually. And I'm like, no, I'm just telling you that maybe quite possibly. It may not be a good idea to summon a succubus as a beginner.
1: Yeah, and what's crazy to me is these are the exact same people that love to talk about how they work with Hecate and things like that. And I'm like, y'all know what Hecate is, right? Right? Gatekeeper. The gatekeeper. The gatekeeper? She is the gatekeeper. <laughs> like, I People who nowadays love to talk about Hades are also pretty bad about this, where they're like, oh, you can't gatekeep me. Who's Hades? Excuse
0: me. The of the Dead.
1: The, the Gatekeeper of the Dead.
0: Same like St. Saint, Saint Peter. Well, actually, technically, Thanatos is the god of death, so Thanatos would be picking you up and then taking you down to the underworld. Oh, I guess you're right.
1: He, nope, the yeah. one actually <laughs> protecting that little portion of people going in and out, that would be the man. I mean we see it all the time time and time again in metaphysical spaces of gatekeeping being so important but people nowadays in this modernity just Mm -hmm. don't like being told no. That's basically the major part of it.
0: They don't like being told no
1: and so they reach for something and they're like you're gatekeeping. I mean
0: I, I remember one specific instance that I actually stumbled upon in my own content a while back where I was explaining something that I did as a witch and someone commented, hey, if you don't know anything about this, maybe don't directly hop into it, like check it out first. People we were like, oh, so you're gatekeeping. And I made a whole video where I'm like, how is someone telling you that you should learn more before trying at gatekeeping?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That I think is a prime example of how the word is used in on the internet and in modern day. Mm-hmm. Like, a, very much
1: a long a while ago, and I think a lot of people who may follow me or may not like me. Um, <laughs> I made a video saying, Hey, are you actually working with pagan like gods? Are you actually doing your thing, or are you just being a performative person for the clout? Is Basically, is that why, is that why I it, followed you? Uh, no, you, we were following each other long okay. before, but. I got so much backlash. They're like, you can't g- keep paganism. I'm like, I didn't. I not once told you you can't. I asked you a question.
0: Well, even and then even when someone says, hey, you can't do that because it's a closed practice. Mm-hmm. so They're called gatekeepers when in reality, closed practices are closed for a reason, whether it is to protect the culture or there's initiation, um, et cetera. It's not necessarily like, it's just not something that you can be like, Oh, you're a gatekeeper. It's like, yeah, that person is a gatekeeper and they have a (laughs) reason to
1: be. Absolutely. So When people call me a gatekeeper now, I'm like, yeah, absolutely I am. Let's go. Thank you. I
0: really appreciate it. Even in discussions where I'm like, hey, don't use this. It's like white sage, sweet grass, et cetera. It's, It's sacred to indigenous people. And people will be like, well, why can't I use it if I'm sustainably sourcing it? And I'm like, why do you want to? Mm-hmm. Why do you want to have access to this thing that I'm telling you, you cannot when there are other options for you? And I i usually am just con- confused because I'm like, it, unless you're really sure that the reason is like appreciation and not, I told you no, and you want to do it anyways, mm-hmm. then I don't fully understand.
1: Yeah, no, I totally, um, and I totally understand the urge to do something because somebody said no.
0: Trust me. Oh yeah, that's Uh, you as a person.
1: For a whole other uh, conversation, a whole other podcast, we could talk about uh, all the sorts of ways that I've done everything people tell me not to do. (coughs) Not, we're not doing that. What do you mean books and broomsticks after dark can't be a thing?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We can do a few after dark episodes. (laughs) I think that would be, if you guys want a books and broomsticks after dark, Um, like series, small episodes where we talk, you know, about ourselves and not witchcraft and talk about all the mistakes we've made as practitioners. Uh, Yeah, let me know on Twitter or Instagram, please.
1: Um, Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Uh, I think what's so interesting, though, is that the term like to gatekeep or Mm -hmm. gatekeeper has just become so toxified. and I'm like why I'm so sorry I have just I've always questioned why people hate gatekeeping so much and I go always have to go back to the same example it's like you would not trust your teacher not to have got to teach you anything if they haven't gone through the proper channels you wouldn't trust a surgeon to work on your body without going through the proper channels Mm -hmm. um what makes it so different for metaphysical Like what makes it so wildly different? And the only thing I can think of is because it's so readily available now.
0: I think it's readily available, one. Two, I also think that there is a, I think the general population, like general white population is used to getting things their way and getting what they want and having access to a lot of things without consequences or accountability. And I think that translates a lot over to witchcraft.
1: Um, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, especially because as somebody who's uh BIPOC, that's just not how we do things. Yeah. We always ask and seek permission and seek guidance into things that we want to do. Um, I've never met another Indigenous person who just blazes in uh, and takes everything and justifies that oh well i can so i'm going to
0: the language of the colonizer is so normalized and when i say the language of the colonizer i mean people being colonizers people Mm -hmm. colonizing things people doing things without permission exactly like the opposite of what you just explained that is so normalized in our society because we live in like, oh, we live in a society. We live in a racist, colonized society. And then that 100% translates over to witchcraft because a lot of witches haven't done that, you know, desettling work that needs to be done, one. And two, a lot of witches are white. And mm-hmm. it's when you point it out to them that there is a problem. And sometimes you point it out to people and you say, you know what, maybe you should deconstruct that thought process a little bit and they say you know what you're right I should do it Mm -hmm. and other people don't like that they don't like being told that maybe you should rethink that way of thinking
1: right like wait hold on the thoughts that I've had my entire life is suddenly uh not how it works yep um and trust me I I guess I get it like I understand it's fucking dumb but I get it
0: (laughs) yeah I mean even in witchcraft what do we see at the wicca revival We see Gerald Gardner and Aleister Crowley taking a lot of things from people Mm -hmm. and reconstructing them into something completely different and not really giving any acknowledgement to the fact that they did that. Mm -hmm. So witchcraft in itself too, has always been this way. And when I say witchcraft, I don't just mean witchcraft, I also mean occultism, I mean esotericism. It has always been this way and it's our job as Newer white practitioners to deconstruct that and change that.
1: Sure. And I think to a certain degree, yeah. I totally uh, agree. Um, I have a hard time completely agreeing because, as a mixed and uh, someone considered indigenous by most of the community, I don't really get the same leisures, I would like yeah. to say. I so would, yeah. it's hard for me to be like, yeah, without sounding like uh, that. BIPOC person being like, yeah, do it. Go change yourself right now. Um, well,
0: I'll say comedy. it for you. Thanks. We can <laughs> just go. Well, because that's the thing, too, is like, people are like, witchcraft isn't racist. And I'm like, I say something and you're like, fuck yeah. And then an indigenous person says something and they're like, why are you so angry? Is that yeah. the really, why can't you explain it to me nicely? Why is that the tone you're choosing to take? You know, like, maybe people would listen to you if you're nicer. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But like, I've seen it happen with my own two eyes. Oh, for sure. and- it's,
1: time and time again, it does happen, but more to the point um, towards gatekeeping, this is what causes gatekeeping though. Yeah. Like, because of people as Gerald Gardner, because of people as Alistair Crowley, and people can definitely come in and they can say, oh, well, they opened up and made it revolutionary to become witch, sure, go ahead. But the problem is, is they stepped on people in order to do it.
0: They literally walked on the backs of people
1: like they and piled it was people people of up, color like, steps. and it was minority yeah. groups that they did that to. Yep. and sure we can definitely say is it part of the greater good in my opinion no but in other people's it might be part of their greater good mm-hmm. but the major issue is is that um without gatekeeping we hurt people and nowadays when people are like you're just a gatekeeper it's almost a badge of honor. And people need to really take a step back and be like, is it gatekeeping or am I just being told no?
0: I think that's the big thing is because, you know, my experience with gatekeeping and people getting called gatekeepers, et cetera, wasn't like being told no. And that wasn't like, this isn't to me. This is just what I've observed on the internet, on Witch Talk, on YouTube. It was never being told no, it was saying, you can't do this because of my like unverified personal gnosis, mm-hmm. which is in a, or saying, you know, you can't be a witch if you're this, this and that, which I think is bad gatekeeping, like a really mm-hmm. good example of bad gatekeeping because sure. you're not helping anyone. And then people see that and say, oh, this person's a gatekeeper. And then that negatively impacts mostly people of color who are trying to protect their traditions.
1: Mm hmm. Um, and I think that the less we use the word and the more we start opening up our vocabularies, friends, pick up a dictionary. Uh they're pretty free actually nowadays. Are they? Uh yeah, you can go online. Oh right. Dictionary.com. Literally. I was like, right. what they even like not not, not even sponsored, like, you, you guys. Are you
0: stealing dictionaries? I maybe. Oh.
1: Maybe that's my I mean, uh, 13th honestly, reason. Honestly, <laughs> you, can,
0: you can steal dictionaries. I mean, academic yeah. texts and dictionaries are so overpriced. Language yeah, sure. and knowledge should be accessible for all.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to say that there are certain websites uh, that are available if you need textbooks and articles for freebies. But, you know,
0: um, there's people on
1: TikTok who list them. Academic uh, not that and, I've ever done it.
0: <laughs> academic and research articles are kind of like the only books for me that i'm like well and here i get it that's actually
1: perfect right there that is good gatekeeping versus bad gatekeeping yeah the monetary wall Mm -hmm. on textbooks for people to learn is bad gatekeeping because people should have the availability to learn things as they need to and want to Yep. that is what a bad gatekeep looks like
0: I think it's stupid and people are like, well, those professors have to get paid. And I'm like, yeah, I understand that. But why is this a hundred fucking dollars?
1: However, on the other hand, now telling somebody or forcing somebody to read the 101 before they pick up the advanced chemistry book, that's good gatekeeping. Because again, you're not, you're not doing it to hurt somebody. You're doing it because they're not going to understand and they're not going to be able to do anything with the advanced copy of you know advanced chemistry that could end up hurting them right mm-hmm. they have to have a fundamental understanding first before they can climb that is good gatekeeping yeah. and it's less about the monetary at that point it's more about putting things in order and initiating into that next level of thing yeah and yeah. that's that's been the whole thing about gatekeeping this whole time And that's what drives me absolutely up a wall because people love to talk about the evolution of language as well when I say that's not what gatekeeping is. But it is because there's no evolution of gatekeeping that suggests, you know, anything other than stopping somebody from doing something. Um, That's true. the, The word gatekeeping hasn't changed just because a bunch of bratty kids on TikTok... Uh, have used the term gatekeeping a whole bunch. I'm I, a timeless yeah. being, everyone's a child.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, so yeah, you are
0: a timeless being. You're not a mortal, timeless no. being. No one no, knows no. how old Matt is because he is, doesn't have an age.
1: Yeah, no age, no age, only um, spite, <laughs> no uh, age, only spite and petty.
0: Um, but anyways, I mean. We, I feel like we've covered a lot of examples of good gatekeeping versus bad keep, gatekeeping, what it, it has become. I mean, do people hate it just because, you know, this reputation of gatekeepers and they don't like being told no, or is there an, another reason?
1: I think it's a fundamental misunderstanding of gatekeeping.
0: Okay, explain. I think-
1: People have a hatred of it because their understanding of what gatekeeping is, is Mm -hmm. the new, I don't get what I want, so I hate gatekeeping. Mm -hmm. Um, Because so many people have tried to say that that's gatekeeping, when in reality, they just don't understand why it's there and what it is. And when you have a a better understanding of what gatekeeping is, suddenly, I don't think we're going to see as much hate. I think we're going to see people take a step back and be like... I don't like it, but I guess I get it.
0: <laughs> I, I've i been on the internet for how long now? Mm-hmm. And I think most of what I've seen is people hating on gatekeepers or the term being used in a way that doesn't really make any sense. And that, to me, backs up that fundamental misunderstanding of it. Mm-hmm. Like me telling you that maybe you should look into this type of magic before attempting to do it is not gatekeeping or it is gatekeeping in a way but mm, I don't really think these, you're not no. stopping me no I'm not stopping you
1: exactly you're not holding information away from me you're not said,
0: here's a book go read it and they said gatekeeper I'm like <laughs> yeah, oh, see? okay nope
1: that's the opposite of gatekeeping you are actually not holding anything away from them you're actually giving them the better way to do it
0: I think that's if- interesting
1: if I was a gate, if you were gatekeeping it, you'd be like, well, this is mine, you can't touch it, and there's no way for you to get to it. Sorry, good luck. It'd be like somebody deciding they wanna go have dinner at your house, right? Yeah. And they bring a loaf of bread.
0: Yeah, I'd you're have just to gonna be like, to leave a loaf of bread outside. Yeah,
1: you're like, you gotta go. You can't is have- Is
0: gatekeeping this. just like boundaries? Basically,
1: yeah, it's literally, you can even look up the de- definition of it's just withholding or stopping the use of or information of something. That's it. It's just yeah. boundaries. You cannot have this until you do this.
0: I genuinely think that the good gatekeeping gets overlooked because people only pay attention to the bad
1: gatekeeping. Yeah. And most of the time people like... When people finally make the understanding and make the connection, they don't even realize they're making the connection of good uh, gatekeeping practices. Mm -hmm. A giant example of good gatekeeping that people finally kind of understood to a certain degree
0: Mm -hmm.
1: was the gatekeeping of hoodoo. Yeah. Originally on TikTok, nobody minded if you did hoodoo. Nobody really cared. Mm -hmm. Um, And still to a certain degree, nobody cares if you understand the fundamentals of conjure and root work. Yep. it wasn't until people are flying around with sweetening jars and destructive methods that they were like, mm, no, we're not. All of us as a collective, we are no longer allowing people to just do it whatever they want.
0: Well, yeah, because there's there, there's a demand for a level of respect that each practice, especially practices like hoodoo, which have such a history to them, and so much divert like so much meaning behind hoodoo Mm -hmm. and ancestors who kind of step in and help with certain spells like there's so much there Mm -hmm. it requires a certain amount of respect to move forward it's the same with italian folk magic
1: sure and people weren't sharing that so what did a bunch of hoodoo practitioners to a point where almost all of us kind of went into the same mindset we all said nope can't have it anymore You have to go and prove your respect. You have to go and prove that you are worthy of this information. Mm -hmm. And that is probably the best example of what gatekeeping is and how it's implemented in such a way that is very protective. Yeah. Everybody collectively looked at everyone misusing hoodoo and hoodoo practices and were like, nope, you can't have it anymore. You have officially gone too far with it. We all just kind of yeah. collectively went, see ya, you can't have any. I mean,
0: honestly, that's really valid considering some of the things that were posted on TikTok using hoodoo. I'd be like, oh, someone's going to end up dead.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, like, this is like- an
0: obsession. I, oof.
1: If I see one more quote unquote love spell, which was just a love working misappropriated, um, I I was going to vomit. Well, Bye. here's the
0: thing, traditional, actually, you know what? We're saving our love spell episode for Valentine's day. I have so many. Ital- <laughs> We're sa- I have like so much traditional Italian folk magic love spells mm. that people are gonna be like, like people on the internet are like, ew, that's disgusting. And I'm like, yeah, that's why people don't do it anymore. And if you do do it, it's frowned upon because it's disgusting. And you are like fully opening yourself up to like the story I heard from a book, Italian Folk Magic by Ruse Kitchen Wintry, was like, yeah, this person killed themselves because they couldn't be with someone after being put in this, under the spell. That's what, that's the reality of love spells if they go wrong.
1: Right, I mean, there's so many things that end up going horribly wrong with love magic. And again, we'll have that conversation uh, in February during the, or yeah, that is Valentine's Day. Do you know how bad I am with holidays?
0: This it's is awful.
1: It's real bad. I barely remember the important ones.
0: Valentine's <laughs> Day is the February 14th, and we're currently January 7th. So about a month from now, you're going to get our Love Spell episode.
1: We might have to post this ahead of time so people can know we what should. they're getting.
0: You're right. I <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's, I mean, it'll be soon. But I think that's everything that we have for you guys today. Um, this has been what?
1: This is definitely something that if you have something more you want to add to the conversation or even have a conversation about, please feel free to tweet me or Chaotic Witch Aunt on Twitter and mm-hmm. uh, let us know how you're feeling about it. Because yeah. I know that people have a lot of strong feelings about gatekeeping.
0: I understand that 100%. Um, that's all we have for you guys today. This has been Books and Broomsticks. I'm Chaotic Witch Aunt.
1: And I'm Matt Hatterblaze.
0: Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.